You're listening to This Is Spinal Crap, the podcast about living well with a spinal cord injury. Remember, if you heard it on This Is Spinal Crap, it's probably not medically correct, so always check with your spinal unit or an appropriate medical professional. This Is Spinal Crap is sponsored by Colourplast, providing effective solutions for bladder and bowel management. It is series two of This Is Spinal Crap. Uh, so the listeners asked for it, so we were delivering. Uh, excited to be back, guys? So of course. Okay. That the gang are here. We have Rubes. Hello. We have Chris. Yo. We have Grace. Hello. We have Ian. Hello. Um, Mark can't make it because he is back working on his first trial since his injury. He's up to his eyes, uh, obviously, uh, being really busy. And so, unfortunately, he's not going to be with us for a little while. So when things settle down for him, we look forward to having him back. Um, So we should probably kickstart all of this off with a huge thanks to Coloplast, who got behind the podcast yet again and made all of this possible. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Um, We're in a swanky new studio in Soho. And it is very swanky. Too. It is beautiful in here. It's slightly intimidating, but exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we're really coming up in the world, aren't we? Like a BBC recorder here, I mean, we're like a big deal now. <laughs> Don't you know Are we imposters? <laughs> well, Grace is a big deal now. Grace yeah. is like all oh, over yeah. the news. Holly yeah. and Phil, Oh my goodness. <laughs> BBC London News. Had my 15 minutes of fame though. You've more than 15 you minutes, you had a few yeah. weeks there. Yeah. <laughs> I had my friends contact me and say, your friend's on TV. Oh, <laughs> so guys, this, yeah, I had somebody contacted me on Facebook and says, your Grace is on the telly. I'm like, my Grace? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she is. She's my Grace. <laughs> I, I started selling your autographs already on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> guys, the name of this episode is Winter is Coming, which I suppose is a little bit clickbaity, because um, winter is most definitely here. Um, and if you're listening in the UK or Ireland, I'm sure, and many other parts of the world, I'm sure um, it is freezing. Mm. But it's not it's not freezing in the studio at the moment, though. It is boiling. <laughs> a few minutes, we're going to have a chat about how you can get through the winter as comfortably and safely as possible. But before that, let's talk about the bright side of this winter and what's coming up, because there's something that's going to make this winter extra special. Can anybody guess what I'm talking about? Go on. Well, obviously, I'm heading off to Florida, so it's going to be great. <laughs> but aside from that, what all of us have to look forward to is series two of This Is Spinal oh, Crap. That, yeah. Yeah. So you'll be looking forward to it every Wednesday. Um, and we will be taking a little break over Christmas, but we'll keep you posted about that and when we're back. And just keep an eye on our social media pages and you'll have all of the information there. We have 12 shows coming up this series. Oh, that's a whole lot of shows. Better, a lot of shows. Better and bigger. Are we committed? Yes, yeah. we're committed. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. You, you should be committed. <laughs> yeah, I should. Well, exactly, yeah. In more ways than one. Um, and, and possibly going to be doing three live shows. Um, but it's looking like there will be one in Dublin, possibly. One in Stoke Mandeville, possibly. And one in London. So we will we will bring you more information. As so we basically, we're going to bring it to everyone from the Guinness factory in in Dublin. 
Oh right. well, you know what? Well, that's, 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 that's where I'll be anyway. Right. Well, I've, we'll find you there, <laughs> and we're looking for you. And we'll, yeah, make sure we get a studio nearby. Um, we should definitely go. To the, I'm really looking Long forward to yeah. 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 Okay. it. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, um, we also have something really exciting new from this is Spinal Crap. We have a lovely new website Ooh. our own brand spanking new website it's www.thisisspinalcrap.com you mm. can't mistake that um, and you'll be able to catch all of our new shows you'll be able to listen to our back catalogue and read a little bit about us but most importantly you can sign up for our newsletter so mm. yes we're, we're even going to have a newsletter um, and, and it's really only been a few months since we wrapped up series one but so much has happened Hasn't it? I want to hear everybody's news. Like, so Rubes. Rubes, Rubes, Rubes. You started Rubes. with me. How you doing? How is university going? Yeah, so started again. Moved to campus for the first time, living by myself. Uh, it's hard. Like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to sit here and say it's all, it's all good, but it's actually hard. Like, I have to do things I've never done before. Yeah. I have to clean after myself. I have to cook. I have to balance time with my studies and playing video games <laughs> so this is the first time you've moved out of hive isn't it is that right yeah so yeah, this yeah. is the first ever time i'm leaving by myself completely my parents do come and help like on sundays with um cleaning some stuff and but most of the time i'm by myself get on my chair in the morning and I, I refuse to have a carer because i've been offered a carer but i just saw this as an opportunity to learn as a learning opportunity so i got myself out there with our carer and good for you mate yeah. really proud. Really good. Is your, so your halls in your kitchen and so on is that all accessible yeah that, so yeah. everything is accessible which is a bit sad because i've seen my flatmates rooms and they're like so tiny compared to my room <laughs> my <laughs> toilet is the size of the rooms mm -hmm. which is which is nice of the university to give us such a big room and big toilet but um the kitchen is brilliant uh everything's accessible they have two sinks which one for me where i can get my legs underneath so nothing burns oh, class. and it got me because i used to cook before uh, the injury so when i go back to the accommodation now i cook all the time honestly mm. I've, I've on instagram it's extravagant meals that you make We'll, we'll, we'll post on the This Is Pine or Crap the social media. <laughs> We're all cooking together. Do, yeah, we need to see more photos from your rooms. Yeah. We'll get all your, your pics up on, on social media, especially with your tennis. How's the tennis going? Um, so, uh, from, oh yeah, no, because yeah. So after the last season ended, mm. I played a tournament, my first tournament at the Lee Valley Hockey Tennis Centre, yeah. which was part of the National Wheelchair Series. And I entered at the, in the novice section. I wasn't good enough for the main draw yet, but... The novice went well. We I came third in the in the singles and we won the doubles. Me wow. and my partner. That's nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, really oh, well done, Rubes. So yeah, I was quite happy with that. Not not first place yet, <laughs> as you yeah, can man. remember from last season. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't come last. Yeah. No, you, you won a gold medal. Like you lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least I got oh, one gold medal this time. <laughs> <laughs> So what, what's coming up with the tennis? Is there any more competitions? Um, so yeah, there should be one last one before the season's end. And then from February starts again. But this year, I think I'm just going to train because I got university and yeah. I've been there for three years and I want to focus on it and finish off. Mm. But next year, hopefully, 
This is your final year. Final year, sorry. Once I finish. Can we come and watch some of your matches then? Sometime? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think, to. but the problem is they're not in London, so we might have to travel a bit. That's okay. That's right. We're all up for that. Yeah, yeah we yeah. love a spinal sure. crap road trip. Yeah. yeah, we can watch you play tennis, and you can cook for us afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what, yeah. What, what, what do you cook, groups? What's your speciality? Pasta, because it's so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but. Toast. With beans on. <laughs> I boil the pot, the water first. I, I'm not, I'm not lazy. I don't put everything together oh, on the pot. Oh, that's great, Ruth. That's really, really good. Um, and were you working on a university podcast? Did you get involved in yeah, that? Yeah. So what happened is I was supposed to meet up with the head of history, mm. which Grace's mom kindly got me in touch with, um, and he was really interested to set up a history podcast. Yeah. But I still haven't had the chance to meet with him because when I was supposed to meet with him. I had two UTIs back to back, and I did not really want to meet someone while I, I was in continent. You've got so much on. Like that yeah. sounds like you're super busy. Yeah, I did want to, but um, but hopefully I'll get back to him and yeah. we set up a podcast for the students, which will be great. That's really cool. amazing. Yeah, Don't, and when you yeah. do, you'll have to let us know about yeah, it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we're gonna. Crash that one as well. <laughs> Chris, you did some podcast work for work, did you? Yeah, recently. Um, so we recorded a uh, episode <clears throat> for the International Day of the Disabled, which I believe is on the 3rd of December. Don't quote me if that's wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's on there. Okay. And um, it's about uh, disabled people going back into the workplace. Mm-hmm. So a charity um, published um, some data. They essentially surveyed a thousand business leaders uh, about disabled people in the workplace. And uh, I can't remember the exact, I think it was one in three came back and said that they thought that a disabled person wouldn't add value to their organization. Wow. wow. And I could not wow. believe it when I read that. And That's um, disgusting. Yeah, yeah so uh, I wanted to raise the issue and we are looking into ways to get disabled access and uh, adding people with disabilities onto a board discussion. Because mm-hmm. when you talk about um, diversity inclusion, which is a huge topic at the moment mm-hmm. for boards, um, in that survey, it was uh, deemed that th- dis- people with disabilities came up it, very rarely in that discussion when people boards were talking about DNI. So we're mm-hmm. trying to promote that for sure. But it was really good and uh, hopefully it'll be well received. But it was uh, exciting for sure. You've, I mean, you must be busy wedding planning and all that. Mm-hmm. How's that all coming along? Uh, I can't say that I'm doing much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would be lost without Daisy. I don't think that. I, do we do much? I mean, did you do much? I did a fair bit. I think. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I think, I'd say it's don't 50, say 50. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do then? Well, because we were so busy before the wedding, we literally planned our wedding about I think it was probably ten weeks before we got married. Right. So we booked the venue the year before and then did everything ten weeks before. So literally the band and everything was booked. Wow. Oh, okay. So we, it was quite last minute, but. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, well, it worked well for us. It worked quite well. We got married in the winter, so no one was booked up. So it was quite easy for us to um, book everything. It was yeah. nice and easy sort of thing. Uh, see, we've done ours. A lot of ours are really like bands and stuff. The only bits that I, I need to get fitted for suits and yeah. Daisy. Daisy's got her wedding dress. We just need to go do the food tasting and stuff like that. So. Chris, when you go for fittings for your suit, then yeah. how do the, the the shops that you go to? Mm-hmm. How can they facilitate you? A uh, number of ways. Um, they can do it in the chair. 
the guy said he was like chair won't be an issue that's fine um but uh, i've ordered a pair of uh, leg calipers which you can get on the nhs so i'm planning on using that with a zimmer frame to stand and then mm. um, be measured up for that and hopefully be standing and maybe doing a little bit of walking for the ceremony yeah. as well excellent so exciting really we've seen pictures of you and listeners mm. if you haven't seen it yet go onto our instagram page because there's a fabulous picture of chris standing up with his zimmer frame and um, hugging daisy or <laughs> daisy it's yeah. a gorgeous picture. The so amount of nice. stick I've got for that because I'm wearing a hat inside. The amount of abuse I've had. Is it a hat or a tea bag? Can I come to the food tasting? I'll come to the wine tasting. Yeah, I'll come to the wine tasting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You're all welcome. Fab, fab. And and it's all looking good recovery-wise and standing-wise. It's all... It's getting there. So... Um, it's hard to describe, but I have like a little bit of hip movement. So my my hip flexors or stepping flexors mm. are still intact. So if I put weight on one leg, the other leg wants to come forwards um, and I can do that movement a little bit, but I've got no core. Okay. So I've got like a little bit of my front, but none of my back. So for instance, if I'm, say if I lean forwards, there's nothing bringing me back up. Mm. So it's um, tricky to do the basic stuff. So for instance, if I'm trying to open a door, I cannot let go of the zimmer frame. I let go of the zimmer frame. I'm shooting forwards, yeah. um, and I have I suffer from really bad tone, muscle tone. Okay. It doesn't matter how much backlifting I seem to take. It um, like my whole body just wants to sort of cramp up a little bit. Um, but uh, I can walk a little bit, and I'm I'm doing a 10 meter walk at the moment to try and oh, just a time to try and increase the time. Yeah. So, you, so yeah, when I was perfect. Mm, when I was doing those 10 meter walks, to start when I when I started getting them on my feet as well. Mm. I remember thinking. I could never imagine getting to the place where I'm at now, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, and it is, you have to just to stick with it, don't you? Just yeah. every day, because so many people give up. Mm-hmm. And you see so many yeah, people just, you know, and you, I can understand why. I mean, it's bloody hard work, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, well done. But but I didn't know I had that. That's the thing. I, when I was in Stanmore and, and rehab, I never knew I had those stepping flexors in place, because okay. I personally think your rehab really starts when you get out of hospital. Yeah, yes. yeah definitely. Yes. So I was, I was put in a, like a, a hoist, a standing hoist, and then all of a sudden, you know, I was able to sort of roughly move my left leg forward and back. I've still got no movement on the right, but I can move my left forward and back. And I didn't know I was capable of that until I got out of, of my spinal unit. So, um, I mean, if you're able, I'd certainly go and maybe see what you're capable of. I, I remember mm, you because we were it. we were in hospital together and I remember you being so different from how you are now. And remember mm. you had trouble keeping your body straight and your neck up and everything. Sit in the chair. Yeah, and I yeah. remember you and you were so, so I remember seeing you and you were just really miserable and <laughs> stuff at the start, but yeah. the difference Some in like you, you Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea must have been losing every day. Talking about cores, actually, Grace, you had a video up recently on Instagram of you doing some incredible core exercises for your physio. You're really <clears throat> building up a, a lot of strength. Thank you. Yeah, because because I'm T4, I yeah, I'm I've got a loss of core. Um, but it's actually I found that's the most that's come back. Um, so far and it's really interesting what you said Chris because I feel like I've got kind of opposite to you and I've got lots of tone but it just makes me want to go completely straight really Um, and I don't have the stepping um, Mm. movement as much but I have the like I can stand up and keep my knees locked but I can't like (laughs) I can't yeah is it like the push the push off is it or is it just or what is I've it got a bit of hip, but it doesn't, it won't, I can't move forward at the moment. So at the moment I'm working on standing and 
being able to lock my knees and um, keep my core basically. And what what age do you use to stand then? Um, so I've got a standing frame at home, um, but I I prefer at physio I just have a bar and someone sitting um, opposite me and their knees are blocking my knees and I just stand up and then they can see if they can um, release their knees. That sounds oh, good. Wow. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I had exactly the same. Yeah, I was So that looks really positive then. Is it, does it look like <clears> you're going to get stronger or? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah, knows. Just, <laughs> who knows? I mean, I think. <laughs> I will eventually yeah. in my life, but but I think yeah. that once you believe it, that it can it can happen. Like I mean, it's, it's when you don't really. believe it mm. that's when that's when the, the problems start. But Gracie, you were just being so busy. Tell us about. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. We did not talk about Grace's a live party. <laughs> oh yeah. Grace invited us all for her anniversary to a party, which was. Awesome. Very plush. Thank you. Such good a good food party. As well. Thank really, you. really good. The food was great. And your it? family and your friends were just the loveliest people, weren't they? They're obsessed with you all. Oh, <laughs> some of them. They were so Honestly. welcoming. Well, I had to come up and saying, Ian, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Really it? strange. <laughs> Yeah, some people were so shy. They were like, "Oh, can you can you just please introduce me to Rubes, please, please?" <laughs> I have to be like, "Hi, this is Rubes." <laughs> oh, they were just so lovely. It like was it really was, nice. yeah, it great. was, and it was. Do you yeah, know what? It was, it was great, great to actually see that all of your family and friends were really involved in the podcast and knew us and had listened, and it was lovely, wasn't yeah, it? it? Was cool. You know, um, and such a good party. Thank you so much for no inviting worries. us. Um, how's university going? Good. It's very intense, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting to see patients' reactions to me, uh, good and bad. Um, yes. <laughs> Tell me about the awful one you texted me one day. For- oh yeah. Well, okay. So I was on a, a psych placement. Um, so understandably, people experiencing psychosis, people mm-hmm. with schizophrenia. Um, there was one guy that I went to, you know, um, have a chat with him again, and he'd been really nice to me for the past three weeks. I feel like I'd got a bond with him. But no, today was not not the day. And he, I think he he thought I was a prison guard, and he was in prison. And I kept trying to explain to him he wasn't. And then he just he got up and he was screaming and shouting. And then he called me an effing cripple. And I was like, oh okay, goodbye now. I'll see you later. We're not gonna have a productive conversation. Um, so yeah, I've got a bit of that. A lot of people I'll I'll wheel in, and someone will be like, oh god, oh no. What are you suffering from? <laughs> I'm here to ask you that question. Actually. <laughs> um, that's that's completely the opposite. Like even my flatmates, they have not asked me how I got injured or anything because they're too like cautious. Really? For really? at least that's three months until I told them. Until I told them that yeah. you can ask me any questions you like. <laughs> they would not yeah, like. They people are funny just, like yeah, that. Yeah, aren't they? Yeah, you right. get the opposite. They get nervous. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's been really great, actually. And I was, I'm on A&E at the moment and I've just found everyone's been really, really helpful. And I was a bit worried because of my lack of core, just being able to lean over to talk to patients and stuff and to like take blood. But it's been great so far. I've had a couple of surgeons that haven't been, um, you know, 
as, surgeon, as welcoming, but yeah, yeah, that's that's what orthopedic surgeons are like. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll butch us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch of rugby players. But anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> because when you were like, you went through your, you say fifteen minutes of fame. We're like maybe fifteen days, or mm. you know. <laughs> but yeah, so for listeners who don't know, Grace has been in the media lately. She in had media. an article in the Guardian and. And she was on this morning with is it this morning with Phil, Phil and Holly. Holly. You're going into the jungle. They need a wheelchair. Yes, I think we need to get onto them for next year. Get me in the jungle. (laughs) Would you eat all with chili grubs? Yeah, I think I'd be alright with all that stuff actually. Personally, I'd like to see you on Dancing on Ice, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be quite cool. <laughs> because I was interested when you were on Holly and Phil, you were telling them about your goal to climb um... Yosemite. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is that still a thing? Yes, and I feel like if I tell enough people I'm going to do it, that means That's, I'll you have, have to, to yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> But that was lovely. I really enjoyed. They were so so lovely, Phil and Holly. I did something a bit weird to Phil's hand, and I can't stop thinking about it. And it sort of plagued me. Was it sexy weird? It was just weird. <laughs> like Holly, Holly was lovely. She hugs me like three times, and then Phil kind of went in for a like a handshake, but then a hug. So I'm still holding his hand, but he's giving me a <laughs> oh. hug. And I thought I was like trying to be nice, so I start kind of rubbing his. <laughs> <hand>. <laughs> Like a thumb rub on his, on like the kind of middle part of his hand, and I don't know why I did that. (laughs) And then I left, and I just couldn't stop thinking about that. I bet he's going to be like, oh, that's that weird girl that that rubs my hand. I'm sure they probably forget their guests like five minutes after they're gone. Um, But yeah, and Ian, Ian, you're keeping really busy as well at the moment. Massively, yeah, hugely busy, which is good. So yeah, I'm volunteering at the moment with well basically at friends just trying to get their cars and projects and stuff sorted out Um, so a friend of mine had an old car he had stood for 10 years so I managed to get that running for him Um, volunteering at a a guy's got a collection of motorbikes he wants rebuilding Mm. so we've made it all accessible for me to get around Um, so I'm I'm doing that as well which is great fun really really enjoying it so that's keeping Um, your time occupied keeping my time occupied whilst I try and sort out um, a real job as they say I've uh, been for a few mm-hmm. interviews uh, with my com- with my old company mm. um, and just seeing where that goes really, just seeing what happens next. Um, sort of hopefully get back to work, proper work in the new year. But it's been really good doing the volunteer work because it's building up my stamina. Sort of, stepping stone. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's real life physio. You're sort of doing, yeah. you know, you've got to stand up, yeah. sit down, constantly moving around. And my walking and stamina has, has increased massively. Um, and you're doing something they enjoy exactly doing something I enjoy as well which is which is great yeah I I love doing it so um, it must be good for your head as well just to be doing something productive really good yeah yeah I feel very very positive now where you know possibly I wasn't before when I wasn't working so uh, yeah the volunteer route for me has worked really really well good that's that sounds brilliant and you we need to talk about your makeup at the backup ball oh you like that you look amazing (laughs) so listeners we went myself and Chris and Ian went to the backup ball in Birmingham um, which was really good and I would recommend that anybody who wants to go next year should definitely go fantastic event so much fun so much fun and they just did everything they they had thought of everything hadn't they it was really really good Um, 
great party, great food, great people, great music, some dancing. Table tennis. Table tennis. tennis. Table Popcorn. Tennis. You know. Oh, and you could buy little Lego wheelchairs. <gasps> no. Yes, you could. Oh you can still get them from backup, so have a look. I know oh, yeah. I got That's one, cool. or my nephew got one in Legoland, mm-hmm. um, but backup actually sell the the wheelchairs so you can put your little lego men in oh. them and stuff they're awesome i've seen the hot wheels one i don't know if you've seen them yeah, yeah. i've seen that Those aaron wills aaron wills yeah oh we'll have to put a link out he does um i think it's called like the nitro circus yeah. he's actually on netflix oh, so he's yeah. a wheelchair user who goes down these huge ramps with like triple backflips and stuff oh, it's the most good. amazing you, you'll ever see it's yeah, yeah, unreal yeah. if you want to master your wheelchair he's someone to uh, aspire to for sure that's pretty cool that's very, very cool. Yeah, he's, Something he's, I'd aspire to, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Aspire, um, I have been doing the Aspire Channel Swim, as you know. Yeah. Oh my God, it is so hard. It's so hard. It's just such a commitment. I'm loving it. Like when I'm in the pool, like I'm, I'm getting better, I'm getting stronger. It's really good for me. It's really good for clearing my head. It's really good for like relaxing and then getting off to sleep in the evening and all of that. But the commitment is really, really hard. And I had a big fall about two weeks ago. Do you remember that big fall? Oh, yeah. I know, about yeah. four, four or five weeks ago. But I was out of action for two weeks. So I didn't get in my swims. And it really was hard to get back into it. But I'm back into it now. And we we recorded this show a few days before it goes out. So by the time this show goes out, I'm hoping to be at the 18 mile mark. Whoa. That's cool. That's really cool. Yes. Well, it's out at 22. I'm really, like, I'm really looking forward to it being over just to have it done. But I'm also kind of, like I still will keep on swimming, mm-hmm. just not, I'm, at the moment I have to go three or four times a week, you know, and that's, it's just a lot, like with everything mm-hmm. that's going on. Ian, you were supposed to be helping me out. How are you getting on with that? Yeah, really well. Still yeah, at your six lengths. Doing, doing six, I've done six <laughs> lengths. Yeah, <it's> <laughs> three months ago. <laughs> jacuzzi <laughs> it's every, actually in the bar <laughs> every little counts there we go yeah. it is good but I mean it's for obviously the it, it's coming to an, an end um, the official end date is the 2nd of December but if people don't have it finished by then they let you carry on so I think I'm I'm hoping to be finished by the 2nd of December but if I miss a swim or two I'll probably be a couple of days later but I'm okay with that I mean I'll be you know me I'll be a little bit kind of annoyed that I didn't get there so I will try my best but if it goes on an extra few days that's all right and so far I've raised I think nearly 400 pounds it's about 370 pounds my work have been amazing oh talking about work I'm also going to be doing some work for Coloplast so I am now a spinal ambassador for Coloplast spinal ambassador yeah it's quite cool I mean I think it sounds a little bit more fancy than what it is but you know I'll I'll go with it you're like a (laughs) rhythm You get sashed. Yeah. Oh, don't get diplomatic immunity. <laughs> it's good. I gone up to their offices in Peterborough for a couple of days this week, and um, so it's basically just kind of talking about their product development and marketing and stuff and giving feedback from the point of view of a user and stuff like that and I'm not sure exactly 100% what it is but I'm going to find out this week and I'm a little excited about it yeah it's cool it's cool guys I have a slightly mad plan go for it go on okay you ready for it I'm intrigued Okay, so as you know, we have been chatting to Spinal Injuries Ireland. Listeners, look out for us in Dublin Mm -hmm. next April. Um, We are ironing out kinks, but we will figure out what we're going to be doing. Um, But Spinal Injuries Ireland are a brilliant charity. They help people around Ireland with spinal cord injuries. They have to raise £750,000 every year to support 
the people in Ireland who have spinal cord injuries and who avail of their services. So mentoring, peer support, different courses um, that they run. They recently did a, started a brilliant campaign about called Aquinas Syndrome. So that's obviously quite close to my heart. Um, and they're doing a great job of raising awareness about that. Um, I'd really like to help them raise the funds that they need. £750,000 is a, or euros is, is a lot of money to have to raise. And one of the things, this is my idea, one of the things that they are doing next year in 2020, in July, they have a fully accessible tall ship Ah, okay. yeah, let's go. Cool. Um, so it, they're taking part in the Tall Ships Festival, like the Festival of Sales, whatever it's called, and it, they were, are basically asking participants to raise four thousand euros, mm-hmm. um, to go sailing on the Tall Ship from Cadiz to Lisbon in wow. July. Really, really nice. And then the four thousand pounds that everybody raises goes into Spinal Injuries Ireland to provide those services for people with spinal cord injuries. Do you learn how to sail on the on the ship? You learn how to sail. Wow. You don't. You don't have to be. You don't have to have experience. I think they said that they have six. Um, wheelchair accessible spots but wow. it's for people in wheelchairs it's for walkers it's for mm. people who don't have SCIs but just want to help raise funds um, it's anybody who wants to take part so obviously being Irish I you know want to want to contribute towards towards Irish charities as well as all of the bits and pieces that we do for for like SIA and, mm-hmm. and backup and yeah. spinal uh, aspire that we do here Um so yeah, I really want to raise money. I run run with four thousand pounds. I don't want to go back to ask the people that have sp- supported me in the past because I don't mm-hmm. think it's fair to keep asking the same people for money. So my thoughts were to um, I'm doing this work for Coloplast, the mm-hmm. spinal ambassador stuff, and I'm going to be giving some talks. I've been asked to give some talks. It's all paid work, but I would prefer to not take the pay and put that money towards this oh, fundraiser. That's lovely. Yeah, good for you. What? Um, well, I just think it's it's. You know, it's it's worth it. It's putting it back in, isn't it? Love that. Um, and um, if you guys are up for it, we could also do an additional live show, a ticketed event. Happy to. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm keen. I'll okay. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll 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 think about it a little bit more, and maybe if we have a lovely benevolent corporate friend out there listening somewhere who'd like to do uh or organise a fundraising match with one of their companies. Mm. Um, maybe maybe somebody can help us to you know you know those fundraising matches yeah. you yeah, raise a thousand pounds so if there's anybody out there who knows anything about that or can help us um, please do get in touch um, what do you think will we, will, will we go for it go for it yeah. sounds great Excellent. yeah sounds are you good. happy to help out the live show yeah, yeah, yay yeah. okay cool great we'll, we'll keep you posted on what happens with that so Chris, mm-hmm. you were out of hospital last winter. Everybody else, were you, in, you were in hospital last yeah, winter. Yeah, yeah. 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 All, all of us, I think. And but Chris, you yeah. had you got out in August, didn't you? August, yeah. Yeah, same as me. So, how did you manage, particularly with things like you were learning how to regulate your temperature and things yeah. like that? So, how did you get on in winter? Uh, I would use a lot of layers. Um, so, uh, for instance, if I was wearing like a, a t-shirt and I had a coat over the t-shirt, uh, over the t-shirt. Had a coat, yeah, that's right. Am I going mad? Yeah, you don't put the coat and then the yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've got a coat on and just a t-shirt. If I would take my coat off, because uh, I'd be too hot in the coat, and I'd take the t-shirt off, I'd be, I'd go from like, you know, burning hot to freezing cold. Yeah. So it's good to have. I'd have like two or three layers on, so I might have like then a jumper or then like a sort of zip up something, and then a coat so I can strip back layers to, 
to make it more manageable because my I can really quickly go from I'm like dripping with sweat hot to absolutely freezing cold like mm. shivering so uh, I found just wearing lots of layers was a way to overcome that because you have what, what level is your injury again uh, C6 7 C- okay yeah, so yeah. and so but I was reading up on this a little bit and it was about you know everybody is supposed to wear a hat when they're outside in winter because you lose heat through your head mm-hmm. but when you're in a chair you also lose as much heat through your legs if it was raining going out too much or I would go to like an indoor car park or something like that mm-hmm. but um, uh, you know if I go to the football and I'm outside I'll normally take a blanket if it's yeah. going to start raining I'll just put that over my legs to try and reduce the dampness or so on but um, but yeah um, or a pair of long johns for instance if it was really really cold I'd put a pair of long johns underneath my jeans or something yeah. like that yeah. I spoke to um, Andy from Backup who uh, suggested that you wear thermals um, yeah. that's what I do you so wear thermals I wear them underneath my t-shirt as well because I don't like coats on yeah. because I find really hard to push with the coat yeah. mm. so I put thermals then a t-shirt and then a jumper mm. and it keeps me really warm and underneath I put thermals and then my jeans always because if not when I get back and I touch my legs, they're freezing. It yeah. feels like they've been in a freezer, yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you get, do you get like ice legs? I get yeah, really bad I always, ice legs. I get, I get ice feet. feet. Yeah, yeah. really cold yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think like the only thing, if you haven't kept yourself warm enough during the day, you're going to probably not get to sleep that night with the cold feet. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah. But I think the only way to get rid of that is to have like a hot shower or bath. Mm. Um, or not get rid of it, but to, to help yeah. get your temperature but under control. The rain is like, I don't know if you guys seen the correlation between rain and infections. So like when I'm out in the rain and I don't I don't have anything, my seat gets really damp and the next day, again, UTI straight away. So I don't know if that's a correlation or really? just a coincidence. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because the seat gets really wet and damp. Have you got waterproof and, cover for your chair? Uh, no, yeah, there's no, a thing. Okay. So I need to I need to figure something out because it's I've realised that whenever it rains and I'm out in the rain, the next day I have a UTI. So. And do yes. you have do you have waterproof clothing like waterproof trousers or something like that that you could wear? Yeah, uh, not really. Yeah. I, I still I'm still figuring out how to <laughs> solve this issue at the moment. I think just sitting or just being cold for a while or being wet, as you say, it's just going to make you more vulnerable to infection because yeah. your body has to fight really hard. To stay warm, yeah. and then on top of that, yeah, I yeah, think this one, it must be something. Yeah. I found um, I used to get cold anyway all the time before my injury. Now I, I really feel it more, and I think just as a person with long hair, I didn't realize the importance of having a hair dryer before you leave the house. If I have wet hair when I leave the house, I'm just just it doesn't matter how much I've got on, how many layers I've got on, because you've got like it's like you've got this wet cold towel on your head the whole time, and so yeah. Dry hair before you leave the house. That would be my advice. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Rubes there styling his hair. <laughs> I usually I was losing too much hair. But gloves, obviously, I think yes. that's yeah, really like important gloves. because yeah, yeah. Look, I tried to push like the other night. I had to. I went out with my with my mates and my rims were freezing. I yeah. could not get a grip on them. And my hands were freezing, so I had to get someone to push me because I, mm. it was physically like painful yeah. to touch the cold rim. Yeah, and I think I mean like push rims and like you can get really kick-ass push rims and you know that have all kind of very fancy you know bits and pieces to make life a bit better. And you can get fancy wheels and all that, but they're so expensive, mm, really, really expensive. But um, yeah, um, for walkers, there's um wet ground is a disaster isn't it Ian? absolutely yeah Absolute. so I, I tend to use uh, my crutches 
yeah. either crutches or go back in the chair for when it's really wet and slippy. Well, I find handling the chair, like I had, oh God, I had disasters last year handling the chair in the winter. How do you handle your chair in the wet weather? Um, I always have a pair of gloves. So me and Ian, yeah. we went to uh, Watford away. Uh, and it, was a, it was a freezing <laughs> cold night in Watford. And it, it was cold, yeah. Peeing it down yeah. with rain. And um, we parked near the hospital and there was a bit of a slope up. Yeah. Um, and so I get really, really dry hands most of the time. So I have to put moisturizer on and it rubs off onto my push rims. Oh, yeah. But when it gets wet, then it just, it literally is like lubricant. So I can barely push. So without the gloves, I am completely useless. Yeah. Um, so if I didn't have those, I'd be in a, in a, in a real bad position. So I'll just say everyone, uh, it's really worth investing in a, in a good pair of gloves and just keep them in uh, your bag or your little wheelchair bag or whatever. Just what, to, gloves so you you, what, what gloves do you use? Because obviously, you know, the fluffy ones, they're not really ideal for the, the wheels. Wool, yeah. like, wool is bad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't leather is supposed to be yeah, much better. Really but um, And also you can check out like bicycle gloves and things with grips on them and stuff. Yeah. Are they useful? Yeah, I have a pair of um, weightlifting gloves that I used oh. to use at the gym that when I went to the gym once or twice um, so they they've got like a, we can see the results don't yeah. they got like a little like um, texturized sort of palm um, that is just real, I just find really really handy on the grid but and, uh, typically any good cycling gloves are, are really good as well I do, on one of the blogs that I came across um, they suggested putting latex gloves on underneath your actual gloves mm-hmm. because it keeps your hands dry and dry hands equals warm hands yeah. so that might be a handy tip as well um, but when it comes to handling your wheelchair then, for you guys who were in hospital last winter, because obviously myself and Chris were there in the summer, so we were able to go out in our chairs, no problem, the sun was shining and it was beautiful summer. When you were there in winter, did you learn specific skills for how to get around on wet ground or did you go outside much? <laughs> I remember what the trip you? we went outside, Ruth, do you remember? Yeah, me and oh, Chris we were went, in the same... Like Stanmore's, you know, not the most wheelchair friendly area <laughs> and they made us go all around like the ho- entire like route of the hospital and, and oh, it was freezing it was awful. and it was icy on the on and the, there was just the gravel everywhere and then like little like hills and oh that was, was horrible that was yeah. I mean hills and icy weather just don't just, go together no. do they we did not enjoy that day I thought but did, you didn't did any of you lose control or anything of the um kind of not completely I remember but... there was, they'd sorted the roads when I was there we had to go mm-hmm. around the roads and then all my hands were covered in salt because I didn't have gloves on or anything uh, and then I was, my hands was bright red stinging oh, yeah. so yeah. I remember I had horrific. similar similar yeah, to yeah. you I imagine when your wheels get really dirty as well you probably wreck your sleeves and stuff yeah, like yeah. that yeah. Yeah. quite a tight fitting jacket especially when they get wet I, I keep on getting all my sleeve wet because yeah, yeah. of the push all yeah. my trousers get wet because they like touch the wheel yeah I'm wiping my hands on my it's a vicious cycle. Everything. Yeah, and and if you are a walker, there are um, things you can get for the bottom of your crutches. Like what do they call them? The little ferrules. You know the rubber thing at the bottom of the of your crutches. Yeah. Great. So you feral. Yeah. Feral. Yeah, I think so. Uh, But you can get really cool ones that are like super grippy and stuff like that. So that might be a bit more helpful. Um, But generally, what about snow? I mean, have any of you gone through snow? I was in hospital when it was snowing. Yeah, I was in hospital when it was snowing as well. But pushed onto the snow for like once, twice. (laughs) Okay, let's go back. I think that's why I did that. I don't think it's snowing great. It's going back. I think if you're generally living life and and it's snowing and you you still have to get around, you still have to go to work, you still have to do whatever it is that you need to do, Mm. um, that. 
again, when I spoke to Andy from Backup, his recommendation for when it snows was to uh, use your brain and be sensible and decide, do you actually have to go out? You know, because I know that we should never say to people, oh, stay at home, avoid it. But I think in situations like that where actually potentially dangerous, Um, it might actually be worth maybe working from home or, you know, asking a friend to do something for you or whatever it might be, because, yeah, th- that made a lot of sense. I think if you have to go out, you can get those front wheel attachments for your wheelchair. I think you that is one, an absolute you? must if you're going out in rough terrain. Um, so, yeah, it's a little, uh, I think yeah. it's called a free wheel. Free wheel, free wheel. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, an attachment. So it's a, essentially a, a much larger wheel you can attach to the front of your wheelchair that will help you overcome uh, quite tricky terrain. So it's always worth picking up one of those and get that fitted to your wheelchair to help you get across or maybe there's an attachment that's like a snow plow for the front of your wheelchair could you imagine definitely have like you know salt or grit your your path yeah. or whatever at your house depending on your situation sprinkle salt ahead of you before you go <laughs> like grit wrecks your bearings as well so it's a good idea to clean your chair um, mm. regularly a good yeah. thorough clean every few weeks or whatever um, and it, m- give it a, a whole big wash down and re-grease and all that kind of thing because if you maintain your chair you're probably solving some of the problem yeah, yeah. there's a really good um, website which you guys probably know about but I only I only heard about it the other day um, and it's called I think it's Spokes or Spocks it's S-P-O-K-Z dot UK mm-hmm. I think it's Spokes that would make sense wouldn't it Spokes mm-hmm. um, and they sell all of those like the wheels they sell the, the those you know sleeping baggy things for your, mm. your legs and and lots of like push rooms and and wheels and all the kind of stuff like that now it's expensive yeah. of course it's expensive but um if it's if it's an investment if it's something that you're going to be using long term then then it might be worth looking into um i we can't let the this episode pass without mentioning it the, so the name of the episode is winter's coming mm-hmm. which obviously we stole from game of thrones mm-hmm. None of you watch Game of Thrones, do you? No, no. never nope. seen it. No, ever. You see, and this is the thing: I can't have this conversation with you, and I really want to have this conversation with you. But listeners, let us know on social media if anybody watched Game of Thrones and who else was really disappointed with the final, final. I'm not. It, it's not a spoiler because if you haven't watched it, that's your own fault. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones, <laughs> biggest TV show in the world. If you haven't watched it, that is your own fault. Oh, have you never watched it, Grace? No. Have you ever watched it? No, but I heard the last season you, was horrible. You've it's never awful. watched it at all. Not. At I've, 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 I've watched the first three series. Oh, Did yeah. you? And because and I used to manage the Instagram page, I had loads of people on the final series uh, message me about my thoughts about. Uh, is it Bran being called yes. Bran the Broken Bran the Broken that's yeah. my problem oh, he's he in a wheelchair a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's in a wheelchair first of all this is totally ridiculous because he would have died because there were no catheters in whatever <laughs> time it's supposed to be but he yeah and I was just like how's it's not real life but <laughs> no, this is it right? it's so a this dragon is... in the show you know and you're thinking of catheters <laughs> 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 touché touché you got me you got me <laughs> It just really pissed me off because Bran would show up in these places and I'm like, you're in a wooden wheelchair and there's nobody with you. How did you get there? On snow. Like, how did you get there? And then, and then it was all like, Bran the Broken. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? Bran the Broken. He's like, there's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. Of all the titles they could have given him, Bran the Broken. It really disappointed me because for seven years, I was a huge game, or seven series, I was a huge Game of Thrones fan. So excited about season eight. And everybody else was disappointed with the bad writing. Yes, it was very badly written. And they were disappointed with the person who became king or didn't become king. And I was like, yeah, that was also rubbish. But Bran the Broken Mm. pissed me off. Did Did you ever like Doctor Who? 
No, no. I'm not. Is that a... because the TARDIS was very small, but inside it's very big? I, I've never watched it. Have you know? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, for once. So, the one time where the wheelchair user gets. Gets the power, Ruth doesn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, it's the biggest TV show in the world. It's the biggest TV show in the world. And they have an opportunity to do something really positive with disability. And they call him broken. I was like, what about Bran the Brave? Can we? Bran the Brave. (laughs) What? I quite like Bran the Broken. (laughs) I think it goes well with what happened to him. Not really doing much here for um, advocacy. Okay, guys. So guys, we have a new game. A new game. Woo. It's Ooh, called yeah. It's called Wheel or No Wheel. Nice. Okay. What's that Let me explain, right? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the regional. reference. Okay, like deal or no deal. There are boxes. Everybody gets a box. I'm passing around the boxes. Thank you. Who's independent of you, Kate? There's nobody independent around here, so Can we find a friend. Um, maybe later. Um, so cigarettes in this one. Yeah, it looks like a cigarette box. So in the boxes, don't open them. In the boxes are pictures. And one of them contains a picture of a wheel. Now, Rubes, we got asked some of the questions that were sent in for Chris's segment in a few minutes. Some of the questions that were sent in when we asked our listeners to ask us questions was from Jack, who asked, is Rubes going to get a question right in series two? (laughs) (laughs) So... What we're going to do is we're going to make sure that Rubes gets the first opportunity to win the game. Now, Rubes, this is a good one because there's a prize. We have something really special, really special. Can I introduce to you the This Is Spinal Crap mug? Now, that is cool. Isn't it cool? It's got a logo and it's got... So on one side, it's got our logo and on the other side, it says... After this brew, I'm off for my morning poo. And it's got a little poo emoji. We put pictures up on social media so you can have a look. But these are very, these are going to be coveted mugs. Okay, they're not going to be handed out to everybody. No, they're special. They're special. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're special. Like you, oh, thank you. <laughs> but guys, over the next 12 weeks, we are going to be having guests on the show from time to time, which is quite nice. And when they come on, we're going to give them a chance to win yeah. the mug as well. But, you know, we're not just going to hand them out. We're not going to sell them. You cannot buy them in the shops, people. You can only, you can maybe get them specially ordered from the person I got them specially ordered from, but apart from that, you can only win them on the show. So Rubes, 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 Rubes. You have your box. Mm -hmm. And one of them is a wheel. Now you need to get the wheel. So what you do is you pick out people individually to eliminate them. And as they open the box, they have to describe the picture that's in the box. Okay. Okay. When you get down, if if somebody has the box along the way, you go head to head with that person. I'm going to ask you a question. And... If you get the answer right or close to it, you'll win the mug. Okay. Okay. okay sounds hard. If it gets to the end and it's just you and one more person, you can swap. All right. Chris is laughing at me. Chris. Great style, Chris. Great style, love you. Stop. Don't be. You guys come up with a game then. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. It's great. No, let's go. Let's do it. Really come good. on, Rubes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Rubes, are you ready? So yeah. So pick somebody to to open the box mm, yeah Chris since you're laughing okay I'll open mine I've got a house Ooh, so you're eliminated uh, no. next one Rubes Ruth I have a flower okay so you're out I'm out what happens if they have the will then you I'll go li- head to head with them and I'll ask you a okay. question okay Ian 
Yeah, we can't Jesus. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you open in a box. Oh my god, you're destroying the game. <gasps> I've got a wheel. He's got a wheel! I knew it. Dun, dun, dun. Now, so to win, you must outsmart Ian. Outsmart Ian? That's mm. a big ask. That's so a the big closest... Is it? <laughs> or say not. The closest answer to the actual answer is the winner, okay? Um, by winner, you don't win a mug, Ian. This is just this is just To rude. stop me from winning it. You just have to stop <laughs> You say the nicest things. Okay. Do we have to like... Buzzing or no, no, just you just each give, give your answer. It's not a, it's not okay. a fastest first thing, okay. In what year was the first known wheelchair in use? Ooh. It's getting thrown. Yeah, the yeah. Brand the broken. Yeah, what was that? Fifteenth century. <laughs> well, that's not specific enough. Fifteenth century. Let's no, no, just name a year, any year, and the, one that's, the one that's closest. Route. I'll let Ian Should go first. Nineteen hundred. 1900. Yeah. Okay, Rubes. I don't even know where to start. But, but it's not specific, 1900. It's a whole thing. Go 1901. Oh, please go 1901. You know what? Or 1891. I can only lose by what? 1901. You idiot. You should have gone 18. Oh! Please! Actually, guys, it was 1595. It was made by an unknown inventor for King Philip II of Spain and it was called an invalid chair. Wow. So there you go. That's a little bit of um, info. Rubes, I still want you to have the mug, so I'm going to ask you another question. Yeah. Okay, you ready? You ready? But, uh, what percentage of a fart is made up of nitrogen? Like 70% of it. Ian? 60% of it. Oh! Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! <laughs> Even if you're a loser, you still win. <laughs> I can't wait to put that on my kitchen flat. Yeah. <laughs> it was 59% is made of, of nitrogen. There's also 21% hydrogen, 9% dioxide. And this is a random fact that I found online and I'm quite slightly concerned that only 89% is accounted for. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the other 11? <laughs> but anyway, Rubes, you're having the mug. That is Cheers, yours. You. And um, drink all the tea out of it. Coffee, okay, coffee, you're the first, the first winner of, of the Spinal Crap mug. 100%. Well, so, um, thank you, thank you, everyone. Thank you. Even though you got it wrong. <laughs> I can't wait to put on my flat when someone's going to read this in the morning when they wake up. <laughs> okay, very good. Yeah, so uh, for this season, we wanted to get uh, your views and your questions uh, for us about spinal cord injury, whether you have one or you're not. Um, we just wanted to hear from the public. So this uh, series, we're launching really clever questions, which will be all over social media. You can ask a question on our Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook page, or you can send us an email at thisisspinalcrap at gmail.com. And this week's question comes from Grandad Wills. Grandad Wills is the character in a new series of children books by Brian Abrams, and it's illustrated by Lynn Hicken, uh, both from Halifax in Yorkshire. And the first book is called uh, Charlie's Big Idea, which has been, uh, well, has just been released. And all profits are being donated to SIA and uh, Backup, which yeah. is fantastic. A really, really yeah, yeah. lovely course. Have you seen the book, guys? It is yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Like, even yeah, the cover cool. is embossed and really pretty. It's lovely. It's uh, a mean, lovely story. I mean, it's even a quote from Quinton Blake on the back cover saying the book is really impressive. Piece of work. So it's very wow, high God. praise. 
the book is available from Grandad Wheels website, only Grandad Wheels website, which is www.grandadwheels.com. That again, www.grandadwheels.com. And you can also find Grandad Wheels on Twitter and Facebook. But this week's question is, what is the best question a child has asked you about your disability? Who wants to start with... Uh, Rubes, you're looking... Ooh, oh, yeah, go on, yeah. Rubes. <laughs> it's like... Um, when I first got out of hospital, my little cousin, uh, he would just say, why are you always in bed? Is that because your legs don't work? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, but then why do you just go up for a bit and see if they work? And then <laughs> my other cousin, he thought, he asked me literally, is it because... Is it because you're you're too lazy and that's why they don't work no more? <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was out of laziness, that because he always used to see him in bed, so he thought that resulted to me not working anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I feel I feel like that was a good question from him. Grace. Um. Well, I have a very sweet little boy that lives down the corridor from me, and every time I go out, he goes. Why you got wheels on? <laughs> Which is very sweet. Um, but actually, I have a friend who's a doctor in Dundee in a wheelchair, and she told me it really funny. It was like the most Scottish story I've ever heard. She was um, on placement, and a little boy came in with his mum and the baby, who a baby was in a pram, and the boy was like, "Why in a pram?" to, to the doctor, um, and she was like. Why is your Why is your baby in a pram? I can't do a Scottish accent. Why is your baby is in a Wales? pram? <laughs> and the boy was like, "Cause you can't walk." And and the the doctor was like, "Well, I can't walk either." And that was it. It was very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I I don't know that I I had a question specifically, but I think there was one moment with my nephew, who's also called Charlie, which is nice about the book. So he's getting that book for Christmas. Um, Charlie came to see me with my sister obviously came to see me when I was in Stanmore and the the night before they came over from Ireland my sister was explaining to him what had happened to me and trying to say you know Ruth's in a wheelchair and all of this and he never asked her any questions and then he came over and they spent the weekend coming and going to visit me and again he never asked any questions and he was like wheeling around in the wheelchair and he was having a great old time and then when they were leaving my sister had just gone off to the loo and myself and Charlie were having a chat and I said to him Charlie do you have any questions about my wheelchair because I just thought that he must have loads mm. and he looked at me and he goes no I says what do, do you do you know why I'm in a wheelchair and he goes because you've got broken legs <laughs> <laughs> and I was Bless. like I mean how else do you explain it to yeah, a child I'm just yeah. like yeah that's yeah. it I don't really have a story about a child my even my nephew's a teenager now so but everyone uh, all the kids I've come across have been the same as that just mm. well you obviously just can't walk and that's it just very they just Matter of fact, just accept it for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. How about you? Um, I don't really have a question, but uh, when I go down with mum and dad's, they um, live down on the coast. There's a long sort of pier walk, and I always take my um, tri ride down. I know you have one, Grace. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I have a basic one, but it gets up to about 11 miles per hour. And I, every time I go down, I just razz it as fast as I can along. <laughs> Uh, along the coast and uh, I was uh, there was these kids sitting on the bench and I was going down about 11 miles per hour and I just they looked all the past and went wicked thank you very much Grandad Wills that was a great question yeah, yeah brilliant question and good luck with the book mm. great um, so guys I mean that is the end of the show I mean this is the episode one we've got 11 more episodes and then the live shows so we're really going to get stuck in aren't we brilliant topics over the next few months um, I'm going to have to give some more thought thought to this tall ships thing as well so we'll see how that develops and we will keep you up to date and the game 
okay, you don't like the game. I get it, okay, okay. For now though, in our swanky Soho studio, I'm not wasting my evening. Wasting an evening in Soho. We go for a drink? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Until next time, this is Spinal Crap. listening to this is spinal crap and thank you to our sponsors coloplast if you like this week's show please be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media